First, uh, just state your name and your occupation for the record. Oh, H. Shen, bus driver. Bus driver, uh, what kind of bus and where, please? Oh, tour bus. Bus for tourists. San Francisco, Chinatown. Thank you. Now, oh, before we get to the meat of this thing, uh, do you at the present time have any knowledge of the whereabouts of a Mr. Jack Burton or his truck? Oh, God, will you leave him alone? Mr. Shen, please. You could be in a great deal of trouble. Half a city block explodes in a ball of green flame. Green flame! I mean, so all hell is breaking loose here. And there are people who say you're involved, that you might be responsible that you're a very dangerous man. Now, if you're protecting Jack you Burton... You leave Jack Burton alone. And we are in his debt. He showed great courage. to watch, Eve. What do you mean, you like to watch? I like to watch. I'm Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast, yet another podcast about film and we have a guest we we, we teased it last uh, two weeks ago we have a guest tonight he has been a guest on the i like to watch podcast prior when we talked to his favorite film the, the culturally bereft the culture, culturally bereft cocktail um and so welcome <laughs> david himmel david himmel the co-editor of literate eight cheers cheers welcome Thank you so much for having me. I love being on the air with my favorite Donald. <laughs> oh, he just drops it. He uh-huh. drops that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it. yeah. I know who well, I've, I've had some kids. I'm all Perfect. dropped now. Yeah, you're oh. all dropped. You're all dropped. Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. <laughs> all right. Um, so uh, so we've got a little bit of, uh, as we get ready to, before we get to the film, before we get to the film du jour. Donnie, you said that we've got a little bit of housekeeping. I know Donnie's got something he wants to talk about, and I've got a question for the both of you. So, Donnie, you want to lead off? Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want men for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. As of yesterday, that piece of shit Harvey Weinstein is now convicted to 39 years of fucking jail in two different states, 23 years in New York and now 16 more years in the state of California. He is not eligible for parole until 2039, at which point he will be 86 fucking years old. He's going to die uh, in prison. He fucking better. And I love it. So it's that's too it. bad that he wasn't tried in Florida because he'd be uh, exonerated and celebrated down there. Well, and uh, we, you know, we should lop that fucking state off of our fucking body as well that took See, the thing dick wait, and, off down and, anyway the, while, america's while decumescent I, yeah let's give it the bobbit treatment i'm all for yeah that. yep while i agree that uh that that it is a good thing that harvey weinstein is uh now been convicted and he's going to go to prison um given the track record uh that we've that we've enjoyed 
Um, I suspect that in like two years, uh, there will be an announcement that Harvey Weinstein is producing a brand new movie starring Bill Cosby. So that's how that's going to work. Yeah, I, I, I would be shocked. And if that happens, I'll give you a thousand dollars. How about that? So will you give me a thousand dollars? I, I if if both of those things come to fruition, if that one thing with that particular situation See, comes you to fruition, understand you're making I will give you to happen now. I, I have to go make that dollars. happen. I have to go make that happen. And that's well, no, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. No, 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 no. You can have nothing to do with it. All right. It okay. just well, needs then, then, to know. happen. Yeah, I, yeah it ain't going to fucking happen. Ain't going to fucking happen. So right. I'm not a betting man. I hate Vegas, even though you both live there. Uh, lived there uh yeah i can't stand gambling but i, could and I see can't stand that city so it would be a it would be a good buddy cop you have harvey weinstein producing bill cosby and r kelly in a buddy wow. cop situation wow yeah and what if fact, r kelly and, did the soundtrack that's the, the, the or kanye well he, kanye does the kanye soundtrack. does the soundtrack and there kevin spacey plays the bad guy oh wow well that's no r, r kelly r kelly takes a page out of r kelly takes a page out of elton john's book and just re-lyrics the same song instead of I believe I can fly, it's I believe I can fry. And it's all about them trying to get off a death row. Okay. There you go. Okay. So it's like not, not, so not, it's not, like not. so it's like Chicago would be like another cell block tango kind of situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I love right. it. I, love yeah. it. I yeah. like it. I like it. Sounds all right. Good. Here's yeah. here's my housekeeping question for the both of both of you. What was the best decade for film and why is it the nineteen eighties? Wow, that's loaded. David, David, please, after you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really great question. And I was going to, I would initially agree with that because as you were introducing me and you mentioned that I came out for my favorite film, Cocktail, which was 1987. We're talking tonight about a film from 1986. So I seem to have a, you know, and a lot of my other favorite films, um, are from around this time. So there seems to be a, a sweet spot. But there was a, was it, was it a podcast or something I was reading? I can't remember. But it was about the films of the 1970s and how influential those films were and how it like, it, it really changed the way, it, it changed cinema in the way that we, um, the way the films were shot, were written, the the topics, the kind of characters we were seeing. And then very quickly on how it was consumed, because you had VHS come out at the end of the 70s, which really picked Alien. up the 80s. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. The 70s were, so I, while some of my favorite films are from the 80s, I think the best decade for film was probably the 70s. I need to think about where I was reading this to make me think about it. I will make, make the a, argument. A great case for it. I will make the argument that uh, the 70s, especially the early 70s, but the 70s prior to, I want to say, 76, 77, um, the 70s as a film, film decade are very reminiscent of right now in some ways because it was the whiniest bunch of films. I mean, they were good films. I'm not going to say that they're not, 
But oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ, how many Vietnam, real Vietnams can we see oh, God. before we want to oh, yeah. fucking no. kill ourselves? Okay. I, dude, I agree. I, I agree. How many naval gazy movies like fucking Harold and Maud can we watch before? Hey, fuck just... off. Harold and Maud is Whoa. not about Vietnam. Vietnam, Whoa. that's Whoa. not no, about I mean, Vietnam. No, it's I said, not whitey. I that's said about... naval. I said, I said, I said know you did. That's, that's a good okay. point. That's all right. I mean, Harold and Maud is kind of like, <laughs> you know, like our parents' generation's garden state. You know what? Yeah. Fuck you, oh, yeah. Hundred percent. No. David, 100%. you know we, we, you know we, <laughs> you know we talked, we talked, we did it, we did it. I think it's one of the first five episodes was we did. I like to watch Harold Mudd and Donnie. Oh yeah. He simply didn't get it, and uh, I, it's my, whoa, one of my favorite oh, hey, movies oh, ever. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Doesn't doesn't get it means I didn't get it. <laughs> fuck you. I got the fucking movie all five fucking time I watched it. I got the goddamn movie. I just didn't fucking like it at all there you go so he didn't care for it that's okay i didn't i didn't like clue he loves clue so so (laughs) why why is it yeah i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with uh mr himmel on this one uh this i the 70s i would say is is the it, it it set the bar um for what what great filmmaking could be now look we had um uh draw a fucking blank now uh some like a hot director uh, Billy Wilder. We had Billy, Billy Wilder. Wilder we had yeah, great, we had so we had some great directors and great screenwriters prior to the '60s and the '70s, but there was something about the '70s that allowed. I, I mean, frankly, it allowed films like the one we're going to talk about tonight to be made. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mm-hmm. there, there there were more idiosyncratic stories. Um, uh, it opened up cinema in a big way that I think uh, the gatekeepers of the studios didn't allow. Uh, prior to, frankly, those studios crashing in the late 60s, early 70s. Um, independent film came up in a big way. Um, I, I, you know, smaller storytellers were able to come up with, with, I mean, again, like talking about a movie tonight, you know, like w- you wouldn't have seen this prior to the 70s at all. And, now, and the this 80s, is the 80s, the 80s, I would say, I would say opened up a lot more. Because of the, like David was just talking, uh, the, the, the invention of the uh, home video market and the cable market, you know, and it did open it up more. But I think the 70s is the thing that really broke that door down. And this is that's my just, argument. This is why I say yeah. it's the 80s is in 1968. That's when the 1968 Oscars, that was when things really changed. Uh, you know, you had Easy Rider before that, but the 1968 Oscars became studio hollywood versus independent film hollywood and you had you had things sure. like dr doolittle versus bonnie and clyde you know versus uh, yeah. i guess who's coming to dinner i mean it was a huge thing and what happened in the 70s was all these young guns scorsese and lucas and they were all they they suddenly were really trailblazing and so you had a whole lot of really amazing films made in the 70s but what happened is that that became the gateway for young guns and people with ideas and the availability to create film suddenly blossomed. It's sort of like, it's sort of like the seventies were where they set the, they, they, they laid the seeds and the eighties is when they started to grow because there were so horror genre, the horror genre in the eighties is second to fucking none. I mean, there's just nothing. Right, you can, well, the comedy, the comedy era, the comedy era of in movies, second to none. Part of that Saturday Night Live was sure, was sure. sort of can, established. Can you, what, can you can you 
can you reiterate what say again what your exact question was my question was what was the best era what was the best era of film what was the best decade for film and why is it why is the that was my question right 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 so (laughs) i i i would argue that the 80s is almost the worst decade of film in a way because it allowed the shit to happen that's happening now well, I think right. what happened so, in the so, 80s. Good, 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 good. I think what happened in the 80s is, and you know, not not to beat the the trope too badly, but the 80s was a lot of excess. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's why we were able to get the movie we're going to talk about tonight. Like you said it a minute ago, Donnie. Not, I don't think it's because as much of the uh, the artistry and the interesting, like what let's do some weird shit and see what happens, was because it's like fuck it, we got all this money, let's make some shit. And I mean, you know, was, is Cocktail a great movie? No. No, but, but, but here's the thing. Love it. But here's is, the is thing. Cobra a great movie? No, no. but yeah, like no. we have, but, are but you it's gonna great. Watch, are, if, you, if you get a choice, <laughs> if you're watching, you're flipping the channels, not that anybody flips channels anymore, but if you're flipping the channels and you have I'm a choice stop on Cobra. between watching, are yeah. you going to stop on Cobra or Cocktail or are you going to watch Deer Hunter or fucking, then, uh, you know I, what I mean? See, I've, already said, I've already said like Deer Hunter done. is like, I'm yeah, like, you're going to watch three and done. Yeah, and I'm, and what are movies? What are movies made for, but to be watched? Yeah, yeah. but there's it's also like, yeah, yeah. you're going to watch also, like, we're, t- are... we're talking about men. We are men of a certain age, and I used to wonder when I was a kid listening. My, my dad would listen to music from the '70s, like when when he was in his 20s, and I always wondered why he kept gravita- gravitating to that. Like he would listen to newer modern shit too, but you know he had his core. 70, Jim Croce and Commodores and, you know, um, and I realized as I, I hit my 20s and now, you know, 20 years beyond from that, I still go back to the same. I've had the same, you know, like the same CD in the car for, you know, and I'm putting quotes around that, you know, for 15 years. These are the formative, the formative movies for us. You know, Revenge of the Nerds has a special place in our hearts because of who we were and where we were and how it impacted us. Breakfast Club, uh, mm-hmm. Big Trouble in Little China. See, mm-hmm. see, you're, you're, you know. see, you're talking about the movies that we like. I'm going to say, here's the thing. This is what makes the 80s the best. You want to know what makes the 80s the best? There's no other decade in the history of film that Earth Girls Are Easy could have been made but the 80s. No, and that's exactly right. That is, And that's exactly that right. Done. I say yeah. it is done. It, it and that's is, a brilliant, is, wonderful, it, hysterical film. And it you is, see Gina Davis in a bikini before she got all dropped. That's all I'm saying. It God is the it. best decade <laughs> and also the worst fucking decade. Yeah. I'm just, I just, I believe and that. I think because, you like, can say that about the '80s for <laughs> anything in the zeitgeist. That's oh, why I love the music, '80s. All yeah, music, yeah, yeah, yeah. politics, yeah. television. Yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, all of it. It set the fucking bar for where we're at now. And we didn't, we didn't, it, we didn't really do a great job. It's, it's just all, all they're shit. doing now is remaking the '80s. Some wild-eyed eight-foot-tall maniac grabs your neck, taps the back of your favorite head up against a barroom wall, and he looks you crooked in the eye, and he asks you if you've paid your dues. Well, you just stare that big sucker right back in the eye, and you remember what old Jack Burton always says at a time like that. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir. The check is in the mail. Big Trouble in Little China, directed by John Carpenter, written by a whole bunch of people where they're still (laughs) debating over who actually gets the writing credit for this. 1986, an American fantasy action comedy. 
Um, Kim Cattrall is also in this film in a, what should be a forgettable role, but I think isn't because of her stupid fucking name. <laughs> uh, Big Trouble Little China, this, I like to watch this. First of all, like when Don and I, Don Hall and I were first, like when our relationship was still new, you remember those? Remember, Don? Remember, I remember or, those halcyon <laughs> days. You were so sweet, and I bought I you flowers. I got you flowers and a those little flowers. Heart. Those were those were cigarettes, Don. You, oh, you that's right. Cigarettes. It was cigarettes and rye. Okay, <laughs> right. uh, whatever. You know, it's the same thing. It's very romantic. It's very romantic for me. Um, but I think early on, like one of us made a, a throwaway comment about Big Trouble in Little China, and we were both. The other one was like, "Yes." everything about that movie oh my god like we just came all over ourselves with how much we loved both loved that movie and then i rode home that night and stopped off at subterranean for a drink and it was subterranean's a bar in wicker park and they always have like 80s movies on just you know playing on the tv often without sound because they've got you know punk music playing in there <laughs> god i miss that bar i lived used to live right across the street from it it was a good anyway, bar um, but like that night, like Big Trouble in Little China was playing on the TV and I texted you like this, this means something, you know, like God is listening or Google or whoever. Somebody's listening. As yeah. If, as if there's was Google difference. even invented back then. I don't know. Was, was that? No, we had, we actually had, we had the Dewey back decimal then, system. Really like, you, had, you had, you had, you had phone books still, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, ah, just check. Just, uh, just, just check. Yellow pages are again. Yellow pages. Yeah. 411 and said, who is the actress oh in God. that movie? Right. 411. Right. And, yeah. then, and then somebody star 69, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. I remember doing yeah. that. I do. God. And wasn't star six, eight something too? I think so. What was Star Six? I can't remember that. I, I didn't. I think that that's where well. I think that's where Tiffany Thiessen would call you back if you pressed that's that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what that was. Yeah. Not that I would know. I never did it, but yeah. yeah. But maybe should have, would have, could have, should have, could have. But this movie, Big Trouble Little China, is a. It's a weird one. It's almost a hodgepodge of things. It's it's a kung fu movie, but also kind of a spaghetti western. Um, and then just like 80 schlock nonsense film. Um, what's great about it. There are so many just wonderful moments. Kurt Russell's, uh, playing just the way that he plays, um, uh, Jack Burton, Jack Burton. Yeah. It's Jack kind Burton. of this, like it's John Wayne. It's, it's like oh, John Wayne. 100%. If John Wayne were from like Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> like he's got that weird midwestern accent um but yeah it's it's and it's flawed i mean i think the movie is is because i so i used to watch it growing up like it was always on wgn and if you don't know what wgn is what part of america did you live in because wgn was a chicago or is a chicago television network that like broadcast all across the country channel nine baby channel yeah. nine yep and like Saturday, Sundays, usually Saturdays, it was like, you know, they'd have like their you know movie of the weekend or whatever mm -hmm. the hell it was called. And it was, I swear to God, it was every other week they would alternate. It was either Big Trouble in Little China or The Heavenly Kid. 
Well, it's because Big Jebel and Little Flight China of the Navigator. The or Flight of the Navigator. Sure, there's Flight the third of the, one. Like, bonus. Yeah. You, you know, go, but yeah, go. Big Jebel and Little China is one of the few family, what I would argue is a, a as close to a family-friendly John Carpenter film you can get. You know, it's funny you say Spaghetti Western because like this movie did start out script-wise, you know, at the script yeah. level. It started out as a Western. Um, you know, Jack Burton's original character name was Wiley Prescott. And Jesus he was um, he wasn't a truck driver. He was, um, you know, it's like a wagon. He was a cowboy. He was, he, was, yeah. he was supplying meat to the um, Asian, uh, the Chinese specifically uh, workers on the railroad out west. And, you know, the 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 uh, carpet, it, it went around a couple different iterations uh, before no it got to Carpenter. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it went around a couple different studios and stuff before it got to Carpenter and Carpenter ended up bringing on. Um, doop, 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 doop. W.D. Richter uh, was his name. Yeah. He was a buddy of his who went to USC. And W.D. Richter was the one that kind of updated the story from the Old West into modern day San Francisco. Which but is it interesting. A lot of elements. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting to me that they said like the, that the Western in, you know, Old West America, 1850s, whatever, whatever it was. Yeah, old, old west, west is probably old west, earlier earlier than that, but not much earlier. But like, yeah. they still had the the Chinese mysticism of it. That's that's in the in the movie we were talking about today. Right, right. They they kept that part of it, but they were they were concerned that that didn't work with like the old west, which mm-hmm. I I don't know why it wouldn't work. Well, I don't know. Look, look. I mean, you know, I mean, we talk about going back to nineteen. 19- what was this? What was it, seven? Right, like nineteen, the nine, mid eighties yeah. when this was kicking around. Like, who had done that? Um, uh, what was the one with Owen Wilson and Jackie Chan? High noon. Yeah, I mean that Shanghai noon. Shanghai noon. Shanghai noon. Yeah. Like, Shanghai noon. yeah. Like, there weren't there weren't a lot of those mashups right back then. Right. And look, um, um, John Favreau's uh, Cowboys versus Aliens with yeah, which fucking really James, like. James Bond and fucking uh, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, the fucking yeah. movie tanked, right? Yeah. And that was only yeah. like less than ten well, years ago. I think, another right? another so movie that I think it the mashups don't always work out. It doesn't deal with the mysticism as much, but I, it's also a Kurt Russell movie that I happen to love a lot. Is Bone Tomahawk? Mm. Mm. You know, I mean, it. it and, yeah. and that is, and but that's that movie not so much. That's sort of a horror film. I mean, it's not mysticism, but it's definitely like here are some cowboys, and they've got to go deal with these cannibals. It's right. fucked up. It's yeah. a great movie, and right, it's Kurt right, Russell right. with one of his best with one of his best mustaches, other I'll, than maybe Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hateful yeah. Eight. No, oh. no, I mean that. Well, that movie Santa was... Claus or whatever that movie. Um, oh yeah, or the, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his facial <laughs> hair in that is he's fantastic. God. My motherfucker has got hormones like no oh, one in living he's history. Outstanding, outstanding guy. I'm jealous. I mean, this fucking guy. Like, I am jealous of the guy's fucking hair. He's, he's I just his hair for yeah. one one third yeah. of one eighth of his of his beard brilliance. No, I, I hadn't just, watched yeah. this. I hadn't watched this movie. Now, the thing is, I own this movie. Even though Donnie and I've had that conversation, where if you buy it on Apple, uh, you don't really own it. <laughs> You're just renting it for a long time. I think when I, I rented it on Amazon, I was yeah. like, "Should I just buy this? Like, I will watch it I, all the I, time." That's thing is, I, I like, but yeah. Well, do I own and it? I, like, what? That's thing no. is, I own it, and so I can watch it anytime. But I haven't watched it in a while. I'm going to say it's probably been, and I know why. I'll tell you why I haven't watched it in a while. Is that, and this gets into the, it gets into the dark and the personal. 
yeah. is that the the boyfriend of my prostitute wife, Aye. she had the boyfriend, he was in yeah. a band, and the name of the band was the Lords of Death. No. Well, yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah, so I kind of I mean, that's... I, and the wow. Lords of Death is one of the, the Chinese yeah, exactly, gangs. exactly. That's what yeah, they yeah, named yeah, it yeah. kicks they off named, this whole... They named, they named it after that. So it kind of bothers me. However... However, so it was very, it, I know wow. it really was, it was really, in fact, that was one of the things I actually threw at her uh, when I was going through my shit was she ended up getting me a t-shirt that was that band's t-shirt that was the Lords of Death oh, with Rocky Balboa on the front of it. And I was like, what? fuck you, take this shirt back. I didn't know, I didn't get the reference. I just liked the shirt because it was kind of cool. But that that term anyway. Watching it the other night, all that all that went away. That is, yeah, yeah, wow. But the thing is, all there's no end to her unfortunate destruction, and it's true. It's true. Never, never ending tsunami. But yeah, God, sorry. Yeah, that's why I wrote a book. Anyway, plug. Plug, plug the book, plug the I book did, right now. Plug I, did, the I didn't marry book a, right now. I didn't marry a prostitute. You can find it on the bookshelf of Litter Date and then Amazon.com and at Barnes and Noble. So buy it. Anyway, Word. um, watching it the other night. Um, the two things that really struck me is first of all, fuck her, because this is such a good movie and I love it so much. Yeah. Number two, one of the things that I love about this movie, and I think a lot of movies don't have, and you, you know, you can say it's a hodgepodge. There's a lot of things you can say that are a little bit denigrating to this film, but the storytelling is fucking tight. There is not a moment wasted. There is not a single reference not utilized. It is so this, tight. This it movie moves. Is. And it yeah, works. John Carver, the hodgepodge it, it, works. This movie yeah, that, absolutely well, works. I well, mean, that's what it, I was gonna I mean, say. I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. I don't so think that David tight. I don't. I don't think that David meant hodgepodge as a denigration to the film. I. I, I actually think that that's an a, amalgamation. A yeah, yeah, yeah. Amalgamation. I think it's. I think it's a compliment to the film that it has yeah. so many fucking elements to it. But yeah, go ahead, down. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I just, I mean, it, it's everything from, and, and it, it, there's so many, this is the thing that I, in watching it the other night, I, that I just marveled at. First of all, other than the fact that I just couldn't, it, and, and it's one of those things that uh, I, I've, I've toyed with the idea. It's like, all right, why is going to a movie theater with a bunch of strangers superior in, as an experience than just sitting and watching it? And, and part of that is, that when you're watching a streaming film, when you're watching, when you're in a, a place by yourself or maybe with two people, whatever it is, you don't laugh as much as you do when you are in a theater full of other people laughing because laughter is infectious. But one of the things that I thought was amazing was I'm watching this movie by myself in my loft apartment in Wichita, Kansas. And I am I'm cracking up to the point where I'm sure. having to pause it. I'm laughing so hard at this fucking movie. And that, I think, is a real accomplishment because I remember seeing this in the theaters and I remember mm -hmm. laughing. I remember laughing, but I laughed just as hard just the other night sitting in my apartment by myself. And that is that is a testament to there's so many things that I really like about this movie. Um, but again, I, I, I go back to the tight storytelling. There really isn't a single detail that is wasted. Every line comes back in some way. Can I ask you a serious question? All right, what's going on, Wang? Why'd they steal your girl? What do you say, Wang? Hey, Wang. Wang. Whoa. 
She pretty? What is it? Let's talk about my condition, just what's wrong with it. Tell me what is going on. What, Allie? What? What is it, a parade? Uh, this does what again, exactly? I can't ask Where you. is it? What is that, huh? So where is he, Egg? Huh? Sensational. What's in it, Egg? Where from? Where in the hell are we? Where the hell are we? What, this gets worse? Come on. Where's this go now? Where'd you get that? Were they real? Maybe we should try a different alley. What do you say? What? All right. Ah? Who's that? It's hell of being what? What? Great. Who wiped out all those yellow turbans up there, huh? I mean, those guys were winning. I think it was Lopan! Who? The godfather of Little China, Mr. David Lopan. You mean the David Lopan that's chairman of the National Orient Bank and owns the Wing Kong Import-Export Trading Company, but who's so reclusive that no one's even laid eyes on this guy in years? Who the hell are you, anyway? Lopan, which Lopan? Little old basket case on wheels or the 10-foot-tall roadblock? What, you? Who, him? This guy? No, not me, Mr. Burton. Hold it, hold it, slow down. I'm feeling a little like an outsider here. You are. Get to the goddamn point, Egg. My God, no, please, what is that? Don't tell me. Listen, what about that whatever it was I ran straight through? <laughs> All right, where's my truck? I'm out of here. It's like, where's my truck? There's my truck. I, I, the ratio of action, which is kind of funny, even though, you know, the ratio to action to laughs is just so clean and consistent. Yeah. There is, you know, I, I, one of my favorite, uh, like, critical reviews of anything, and I've always thought it was very funny, was when The Odd Couple came out, Neil Simon's The Odd Couple came out on Broadway, one of the critical blurbs that they put on the poster was a laugh every six seconds. And I thought it was, and I thought it was funny that that was the ratio that somebody actually went, I'm going to, uh -huh. I'm going to ratio this uh -huh. out. I don't think they did, but this is definitely a movie where like at least every 30 seconds or 35 seconds, there's a fucking laugh. And then the other thing that I'll say, and then I'll, I'll let you guys talk about it is, is that, that it is really rare. You don't see a lot of films with what I will call the incompetent hero. It starts with yeah. Egg Chin saying, leave Jack Burton alone. He is brave. He deserves your respect. He saved you, right? He's right. And then you see this fucking douchebag, and he's just this yammering, posing dude. And every time he does something wrong, nothing to me, the summation of the incompetent hero is Jack Burton finally facing down Lopan. He's got his knife. That's all he's got is this fucking plastic knife that he's been putting in his mouth because it's too thick to be a knife. <laughs> and and he's like, all right. And you, you go, all right, he's going to whip it. And he whips it and it hits a gong and it hits the floor. And you're like, you fucking idiot. And he gets this uh -huh. look on his face like, oh, my God. And then Lopan picks it up, throws it at him. He catches it, whips it back into him. And it's a callback to the very beginning of the movie. It's all in the reflexes. It's all in the reflexes. I fucking right. think the incompetent hero is something we don't see a lot of. We already saw that in 1981, Breeders of the Lost Ark. Indy shows up. He's it's facing rare, a badass motherfucker yeah. with, with a. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's it's been done 
prior no, to this I'm, movie. No, but I'm not way saying prior it hasn't been done. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm not no, saying no, no, it hasn't no. been done. Yes, I'm yes, saying sir. we don't see it. We don't see that story well, as often because... as we see the John Wicks or as we see right. the Rambos, well, where they just well, can't do wrong. It's lovely for... to see them kind of fuck it up. Look, in a way, for good reason, based on the studios and based on marketing people and based on executives, they don't know that we're interested in flawed human beings. They want people to see the fucking heroes, right? That's what the studios want. That's what the studios and all these fucking people with MBAs who never set foot on a fucking stage, never read a goddamn script before they got to Hollywood, never did a fucking artistic thing in their lives before they got out here to this town. That's what they want people to do and see that's what they think we all want to see they don't think that we give a shit about flawed human beings who end up actually fucking succeeding and saving the day now i'd argue that jack burton really doesn't save the day um it takes a fucking team right in this movie it takes a fucking team to save the goddamn day and i will say this um that whole opening with egg shen is is fucking studio bullshit they watched a cut of the movie that john carpenter prepared and they were like, wait a minute, who is this fuck up Jack Burton guy? We got to do something about that. And so that whole monologue that he has at the beginning of the movie was added by the fucking studio. It was like a mandate from the studio. Was it really? Carpenter. Yep. Yep. See, I, well, the thing is, mandate. it makes, it was it makes me sad. Make that, that makes happen. me sad to know because I actually yeah. really, again, I really think that is a great no, beginning the movie, to the movie. No. This movie... Well, we all agree, like, it's great. There's so many great things. It, it, the MacGuffin in this movie, the girl with green eyes. So here's the thing. So Jack Burton and Wang are gambling. Wang loses. Jack has to go get money from him. And he's like, okay, come to Chinatown. I'll get you the money. Um, <laughs> but but my we have to pick my fiance up at the airport first. <laughs> And then there's a lawyer named Gracie Law. What you know? I, that really bothers you. No, wait, let's the back up. That, the, the Gracie yeah. Law thing really—that yeah. really bothers you. That really yeah. bothers just, you. Just it is just uh, the laziest writing. And I'm I, I'm guilty of this. I told you guys before in a text. Like, yeah. In, but when I was in college in one of my creative writing classes. <laughs> My main character and the whole story is about like a, a studly guy who's like, um, you know, falls in love with a girl and has to like give up other women that like that old thing. You know, I wrote it when I was like 19, 20 years old. Well, this studly guy, what name did I give him? Well, I named him Stan Stan Studman. See, when we were when we were texting about this, your, your, your reaction was, hi, I'm Donnie <laughs> Film Professor. Hi, I'm Don Asshole, and hi, I'm David. Pretends to be cool, and yeah. I, <laughs> it's like, like if yeah, we just that's... give give surnames to what like the character <laughs> is, or like yeah. So, but Gracie and, and like the I said, it, and like I said in that text, I, I think it fits with the comic book kind of vibe. I, of I completely agree. Right. I completely yeah. agree. It's yeah. perfect. It's a perfect yeah. name for her. Yeah. But there's but that's like that scene in the airport is I think where the movie starts to go. Hang on, what the fuck? But to our earlier point of how tight and like really, it just, just moves, man. Like it you don't moves. have time to think about it too much, and all just like, well, this is working. I'm going along. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It's such yeah. a there's great a, there's storytelling. A because Even the whole if thing the story is doesn't like, make David sense. Lopan, he's 
he's like a thousand something or multiple thousands of years old. Right, right. Because he was cursed to live forever or not not live to be like a a, a bodiless spirit that can occasionally come back as a body, which is this crippled old man. And to break the curse, he has to marry a girl with green eyes. Mm-hmm. And then to stay so, and then to stay human, he has to then kill her. And then kill her, right. Yeah, so the, which so makes no sense death, at all. <laughs> the Lords of Death try to kidnap a girl with green eyes at the airport that happens that wasn't supposed to be Wang's fiance, but ends up being Wang's fiance because Gracie Law is there to pick up her friend who gets kidnapped and yeah, well, and, it, and 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 the, the, and and the broad the little the little Chinese broad that Gracie Law is there to pick up we never see again. The Lords of Death also again. tried. They also tried to do that with very shitty sunglasses on in a yes. fucking Pontiac. No. In a fucking Dude, Pontiac. Here's the the flaw that I never caught until I watched it in preparation, just to refresh it's so myself. Funny man, and it's I so and I kind of kick myself for not catching this because, again, the, the majority of the of the screenings that I've screenings that I've in Jeff Sporn's basement. <laughs> no, I love I've, call them screenings. <laughs> I don't care what call them screenings all the time. Please, I do. The majority do of them were when yeah. I was like between the ages of ten and fifteen. Mm-hmm. So, like, why would I know this? But here's the thing. If Lopan's whole thing to save his life is to marry a girl, I mean, marry. He doesn't have to like get her to fall in love. He just has to get her, have some kind of bullshit ceremony, and then kill her. I, I understand that a lot of Chinese women, most Chinese women, next to all Chinese women, don't have green eyes. Mm. You're fucking David Lopan. You've been around for thousands of years. Go somewhere in the world, find a girl with green eyes, do the ceremony, kill her, be done with it. Why did it take this long? Because it's not that he has to marry a Chinese girl with green eyes. And I say this to myself all the time in the way that I always have Europe's The Final Countdown in my head. I always have this line from a movie in my head. Two girls with green eyes? See, like the better line. Lopan is, is so fucking blown away at this concept yeah. that there are two girls with, the <laughs> with green fucking eyes. Shit, fucking what? Thousands of years I've been on this earth. Never once have I seen two Here's girls. The thing. We haven't gotten to the fact that this movie ends with such a fucking airport hangar door of a possibility for a sequel. Because you have the inexplainable gorilla ape monster <laughs> fraggle rock meth head can that I, shows up can i just I, mention while you mention him as uh, one of the things that i really love about this movie and i really do is uh you know and and as much as i love and i don't know he gives me shit about it, as much as i love my marvel films and my cgi i, I love them um i really i'm <laughs> watching it again the practical effects while yeah. they are sort of goofy in some cases, are so perfect. They're the, 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 fucking the, brilliant. The They're monster, brilliant. the monster that, me, <laughs> that that just comes out of no, it's like, what the fuck? Where does this dude, monster dude, come dude, from? The Who fucking, is this guy? The guy blowing himself up and expanding his face. And it's just it's cabbage. And it's, it's just, just it's cabbage. And, and then it's all green. Like, like what the fuck best boys chucking cabbage? What was it? What was he camera? A bunch of kale? Because it's all yeah. green. I mean, so they didn't many have of these wonderful. Oh, there you go. That's so many wonderful. Well, they did. 
they had candy. practical it was effects. The, it was on the it was on the Pizza Hut uh, salad bar, but it wasn't in the <laughs> salad bar. It was around the salad bar. Oh, like actually, just decoration. You remember actually, that? The, yeah. the garnish. Actually, yeah, the kale yeah, the kale right. was yep. outside. Yep. The kale was outside as weeds outside of the Pizza Hut. Yeah, well, let's talk about that, that fucking that, that eyeball monster thing. The eyeball monster had. is just was, so stupid. I love it. Was like it. 30, it was like something like thirty-two fucking motors or something in that fucking yeah. thing. It took like nine <laughs> people to operate. Now it's showtime. My first double feature, and, and and the funny thing is, in my double feature is uh, your first double feature. How many double features do we have to have? Well, no, we've each got a double feature, but okay. in my double feature, what it, it's rare that when Donnie and I do the because usually we do the triple feature, but when I did the double feature, I watched Big Trouble in Little China, and then and then I immediately watched. My double feature choice, which I usually don't do because I was just like, God damn it, I got to watch this. And uh, my double feature is 1981's Escape from New York. Yes, Snake yeah. fucking Pliskin. I think no, that, I, I, dude, I have, I have, I have Snake Pliskin on my wall. It's hanging I on your wall, love, I know. I love Snake Pliskin. It's a I great love fucking movie, man. It it's is a such a great movie. Yeah. Again, yeah. I will say what makes it work is it's John Carpenter. It, it is, it is such tight storytelling such simplicity it, it moves so well it moves so fast it is and, just a brilliant movie brilliant and movie. and if big trouble in little china is kurt russell doing john wayne yeah escape from new york is kurt russell doing clint eastwood that's exactly what i'm mm, saying that's exactly okay. what he's doing he's doing totally clint eastwood Hundred you know, percent. The thing about uh, the, the thing, you know, Big Trouble in Little China. What I really respect about Big Big Trouble in Little China is that it it really has a lot of Asian actors that have not had a lot of opportunities in American films. Right, I mean, a lot of them were kung fu actors. Yeah, yeah. They, they were kung so, fu. I really, like uh, like Carter but, Wong was gave gave the movie street cred. That's exactly right. You know, that's what made it a kung fu film. On the like other hand, right, kung fu right, actors. Right, Escape from New York has fucking lee van cleef it has isaac hayes oh my god it yeah. has fucking yeah. you know um, adrian barbeau yeah. it has donald pleasance i mean it's a this solid is, it's a solid exploitation so god damn it's totally exploitation but it's got such great no i mean name actors in this thing uh, it's just Harry amazing Stanton. yeah it's 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 yeah it's got it's got it's it's got its that, fucking cred it also has people that like and I love this. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. Yeah. But like uh, actors who work with their like, excuse me, directors who work with their kind of like ensemble over and over again. Right. I love that. So you, so you have you have Carpenter working with uh, Kurt Russell in 1980. What is this? Uh, 81. One with Escape, Escape from New York. Yeah. 81. Yeah. And then years later with 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 Big Trouble, um, he had previously worked with Russell on an Elvis. I think it was an Elvis TV film. It was so, so good. Kurt oh, Russell's yeah, been around forever. I, I've never seen it. I've never seen the Elvis oh, TV it's movie. Good. He's is it really good? good? Yeah. It's yeah. Very good. He's. It actually just Kurt came Russell out that just... Kurt Russell well, did the voice of Elvis in something. Feel free to yeah. cut this. I can't well, remember. I would it. Bring, bring it anyway. back to the to like the 1970s, 80s, like to the question, the housekeeping question you asked, Don. You know. 1981 is like 
is still it's it's half 70s half 80s and uh, I feel yeah. like, like music is right like music yeah bleeds i mean over, like all culture over. like yeah, 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 yeah. the yeah, 90s yeah. didn't really oh, fashion all end yeah, yeah. Yeah. like the 90s yeah. ended on september 11 2001 like i you know that's <laughs> yeah. like yeah i mean yeah. seriously like because that was like a moment no, I agree it's like oh this is the two the 2000s we were at war and it was like new world order i mean that's just right well so i feel like this escape from new york it's it's very seventies oh. in its, I feel like artistic approach and yeah. its artistic ideals. Like it has that feel, that it's kind like of Walter art Hill's house, the warriors. Feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it is. Mm-hmm. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it's a very eighties film. Oh, it's got those techno elements oh. with and, like and, and the snake, fucking wireframe. I mean, it's just yeah, shit like it's the, yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. It's, perfect. It's, yeah. it's where yeah. things, you know, and and so I'd ask that question: like, when did the seventies end and the eighties begin? And mm-hmm. in that, yeah, you know, was it eighty yeah. two when Reagan took office? Was that you know eighty? I I wonder eighty one. I think, 80, 81, I think I yeah. you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Have yeah. the have, have the eighties ever stopped? I guess is the well. They're doing question. Stranger Things. They're doing Cobra Kai. No, we're 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 in the no. The eighties stopped. The eighties stopped I, I, when the crash you, happened. I think the eighties stopped well, at eighty seven. Thank you. And the eighties stopped, and then and then they got and then they got forgotten about. When the market crashed in 08. Mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. the excess there was a fucking big excess. Oh yeah, in, yeah, in in yeah. the oh, yeah, totally. early mid two thousands. Yeah, and now they're back because uh, we God. desperately need nostalgia. Is Coke yeah. back desperately? Too? Uh, Coke is cocaine like it is coming back. Is yeah. Cocaine bear. Yeah, no, Coca Cola is always. Yeah, wow, <laughs> I don't know where you bear. went. We got cocaine <laughs> bear. We have cocaine yeah, bear. That's right. Nobody it's was making a joke about mentioned a joke about that like on a Slack channel at work, and that. I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be funny, like a bear and cocaine. Wouldn't that be a funny thing?" And then, like, fast forward a couple hours later, I was like, you know, at there night, and I was like, fucking around on my phone or whatever, taking a shit, and I came across the trailer for Coke. I was like, oh yeah, we we recommended it. No, that was Don. That was one of Don's picks. Yeah, yeah. You know the funny, and I'm not going to make this a pick, but the funny thing is. What I love is, and this is what I love about Hollywood on some level and sort of a disdaining way, is that Cocaine Bear has, it just opened. And it's, oh, yeah, you know, today, it's, it's, today, I think. This yeah, it'll, yeah, 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 it'll either do well or not, but they've already, there's already a sequel. Sequel? No, four sequels. For there's, it, I'm there's, sure. there's another oh, movie God. that is being developed that will be coming out uh, in the summer. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Called meth crocodile. I was going to say methamphetamine, methamphetamine, crocodile, marsupial, meth marsupial. I'm not going to see that by, by the same company that makes like uh, transmorphers, exactly, right? yeah. Yeah. exactly. That yeah. whatever that place is. I'm going to oh, see God. cocaine you know, there, and I'm going to bring God. my mom because my 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 in her seventies mom wants to see. Ca- she wants to see cocaine. Yes, I agree. I I love the trailer. It's I'm in. I'm down. I'm to that to yeah. that point about like the, the the duplicative movies that you know happened like you had Armageddon what was it 97, 98, Armageddon yeah. and Deep, Deep Impact. Impact Deep right? Impact yeah Dante's like, Dante's, like, Dante's Peak, Dante's peak. And, uh, there was that moment where volcano yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah um so apparently uh part of the reason that they wanted to like that they like cut the budget on a lot of things with Big Trouble in Little China was to rush it out the door yeah. because the Golden Child, the Eddie Murphy film, yep. was coming out later that summer or that Christmas, right. I think. Yeah, 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 that Christmas that. came yeah, out yeah. in summer. 
And just before well, that, Donnie and I already talked about The Last Dragon. So, yeah, it's sort of like oh, this kung shit, fu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but what's interesting is I was, so as I, you know, refreshing on this is like, I realized, and this might be good for a podcast, another, Jesus, another podcast about film, uh, or maybe just an episode that if, and if, the, if you guys take on this topic, I'd love to be a guest, or maybe we do it on Literate Ape and Donnie comes on as a guest, whatever, but sure. Um, and I think we should bring Rory Zacker into this, Don. But this I think Rory, yeah, I think Rory. I, I, I thought of this. Big fan, big fan. When I was hanging out with, with Rory, where we were hanging out one night at a, a buddy's house, and they, an alien was on. And I was like, you know, I've never seen this film. And they were like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know. And that's right? what I'm saying is, what the fuck? You've well, never seen it. And I realized, like, fucking and so we started talking. What like, the hell? Well, but everybody has those those movie blind spots. Like yeah. shit that you should have seen. I mean, you just my, didn't. Mine are, you just mine are mostly seen like them. silent films. Sure. Yeah. But no, like what greats? Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, sure. Like you can, you well, can like, say like, silent films. Like pre, I mean, pre, pre haze code shit. Sure. That's, you know, kind of. But let's go spot. with like films of like our lifetime. <laughs> well, you know, Gunny and I've never seen I've never seen The Golden oh, Child. Great. It's oh, a wow. great movie. Yeah, no, never seen it. Daddy and I've had that conversation where part of part of the game that we yeah. do when we're picking movies is yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's really try to find I, one. Try it's find really one. it's really easy for me to find movies he hasn't seen, but it's really um, hard for uh, him to find movies uh, I haven't seen. Uh, name uh, a movie. We've also got thirty movie. years on. Name I just exactly. did. No, no, no. I just did last time before falling down. I just did. It was um, uh, what the fuck was it? It was the gun movie I told you about. Based on the stage. John Wick. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> uh, Emily in Paris. You. No, no, no. No, stop. Stop, stop, stop. I mean, we can cut all this, obviously, from the pod. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you on. edit this shit out, but you won't edit out of the Apecast? You fucking cock. I, dude, I, have, I edit tons out of the Apecast. Uh, Are you whatever, kidding me? White sweatshirt. Fucking, what the fuck was it called? Oh, all the rage. Blood. All the rage, Don. I told you that about that. Was a, was, um, but that was wasn't Garrison a movie that no, we no, no. covered. No, 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 no. But I told you that was the that, again. That's part of the fun is trying to find one that the other has never fucking seen. Exactly. And, and I told for me, you that it's I, really I, easy because you haven't seen as many movies as I have because I'm. I mean, fifty years old. Ten years. I'm, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, but like, you know, I'm just I'm proud <laughs> of myself because I fucking own one that you've never fucking seen. That anyway, is true. It's true. We'll it's move on. I'm sure there are more. But we'll 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 figure it out. But it's a good right, thing. Donnie, like, what are your movie blind spots? So anyway, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Donnie, no, no. I would love that. That would be an awesome ape podcast. I would love to to talk about that. Would be you fun. will jump. In. All right, That'd Donnie, be a lot what's of fun. your what's your double feature, my friend? Donnie. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, you know, mine. I got to go with another John Carpenter film. It's 1982's The Thing, uh, based on uh, uh, the uh, novella from John Campbell, who goes so there. Good. It's sort of a, it's a pseudo remake, pseudo sequel of yeah. uh, the thing from another world from 1951. Uh, hell of a fucking cast with Kurt Russell and oh fuck, who else is in this? God, Wilford fucking Brimley, Keith uh, David, Keith David, my fucking yeah. that guy is fucking amazing. Donald Moffat, just a, just yeah. a hell of a fucking cast, man. Um, yeah, a bunch of fucking dudes isolated in the middle of fucking nowhere, Antarctica, oh, dealing with dealing with a, a, a fucking alien that just kind of takes over, and you don't know if the thing is an alien until it shows itself. Like yeah, it's, it's, it's just a fascinating, 
terrifying fucking film. Um, talk about practical effects. This motherfucker, Rob Routine, <laughs> with this fucking movie, it's just it's the practical so good. effects in this movie is just out it's... fucking standing. I would recommend not watching it in Blu-ray because it's a little it's you can kind of see you can see the seams you, you a little bit the, here yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but uh, you know, I just a hell like if you talk about tension, uh, like the, the the building of tension. I just, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal movie. I, I don't watch it during Halloween movie month. Uh, I do watch it during uh, like uh, winter months, December, usually kind of Christmas. Yeah, because it's in the, in the Antarctica, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would stay away from the sequel, uh, the pseudo sequel that they made in whatever the fuck, 2000, whatever the fuck, it was fucking garbage. This movie tanked like Big Trouble in Little China did. It yeah. tanked yeah, because it people had well. people had just seen E.T. and they wanted friendly fucking aliens. Yeah. And then this motherfucking movie came out and they were like, fuck you. It's interesting because so, I just why, I why just, did Big Trouble Little China tank though? Why do you think that that did not resonate? Um because it's a cult classic now. Well, look, yeah. I mean, it's the same reason I mean, why did Buckaroo Banzai fucking tank, right? Like it's it's out there. It's it's, Darnie, it's like Dar- you said, Donnie it's a Darko pod. tanked. Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko tanked. shit. Like, Oh, Fuck you, David. You're David, wrong. David, Whatever. David, you're wrong. Donnie David. and I are against you on this because that's a great David. fucking movie. Maybe that's I'll, maybe I'll watch it again. David, maybe I'll, I'll watch yeah. it again. I'm sorry. That movie. Yeah. I did not like Donnie Darko. I did not. Wrong. I did not find it well, interesting or suspenseful. I just well, found it you're boring wrong. And, and gray. You're wrong wow. in every way. You're just. It was, I, it was, I lose it was all ugly to look at. It was all. All this is the thing. This yeah, is this is it. after <laughs> everything. After everything you two have been through, yeah, oh this is God. it. That's no, it's, right. I'm not. I'm not going to hang it on Donnie Darko. Wow, Jesus Christ! No, no, no. no. I would say, David. I would say, re, 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 David, revisit it, and then then we can talk about it. But like, I uh, it, that's man, such that, a good movie. That's one, it's such that's a good one movie. that I I stumbled across. Remember when there were video stores? Yep, I do. Yeah. Actually, I live there. You know why you saw the crime? It was so fucking dark and unsuspecting that you tripped over it because, like, oh, it's almost invisible because it, wow. it blends into the shitty vomit gray carpet of the video store. All right, so my selection was 1982's The Thing, uh, directed by John Carpenter. David, what was and your David, selection? What was Johnny your selection? Darko is oh, no, I'm just I'll leave. And, and, we'll and David, I, Jesus I will fucking say Christ, your, your that feature... horse has been beaten. Yeah, Donnie and I both celebrate. <laughs> like, like in terms of your choice for your double feature, I might actually watch it tonight um, because you just—it's just a great choice. So, what was your choice for your? Double I'm feature? surprised you guys were were surprised by this. My my double feature choice is Overboard 2018. Oh. Absolutely. Oh, not you, you cocksucking what, jaguar. What? 1987. No. What? Fire. No, come on. You're going on this podcast. No. You are kicked what? off of this podcast oh, and you are on. never welcome You're back. You're done. No. And a double feature. And sucks. Fuck okay. you. My double feature oh, is, of course. Oh, here we are. Overboard. The original Overboard. The only one that matters. Okay. Because this is, I mean, aside from it being just a Great film, tight, <laughs> funny, perfectly eighties in its cheese and its arguably uh, inappropriateness at certain points. Its take on, cl- on on class warfare in America and caste, and 
you know, it being the, you know, it's Goldie and Kurt, you know, kind of in that Ugh. like 1950s studio pair up kind of thing, you know, cause yeah. it's Goldie yeah. and Kurt. Love it. But it's Love also, it. it's Kurt Russell <laughs> playing a different version of Jack Burton. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. A yeah. Bumbling yeah. idiot who thinks he's a hero uh -huh. just without the dumb Madison, Wisconsin force well, midwestern accent you know it's well i mean you got to be honest his idea for the fucking golf the mini golf courses i mean it's pretty it's pretty original true yeah you got to admit jack burton had no original ideas at least at all at all at all at all then at all there was zero at all. Jack at least right dean prophet this... dean prophet dean prophet has an original <laughs> idea he just doesn't have the capital yeah to do the fucking work i, I just you know yeah, well, there you go. So yeah, yeah over. I mean, it just it seems like. Uh, like how did you guys not think of this? It's it's I, a, it's are, a I, honestly, I texted and you. it's nineteen texted it's nineteen eighty six. Russell, yeah, Kurt, yeah. Kurt Russell. I know. Nineteen eighty seven. Kurt Russell. Like it's, I it is the experience you, thought, of the eighties. You live well, it again. Thought, I'm surprised. Russell picked, journey. I'm surprised I, nobody picked Captain Ron. I thought for sure he was going to pick Captain Ron. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. It's okay. Let's just talk for a second about Edward Captain Ron's Herman. a good film, though. In a, no, Herman. it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's, it's, it's Captain Ron though, to the point of like seventies, eighties blend. Like Captain Ron is like when right. the eighties were dying. Became the nineties, yeah, the early nineties, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, like you yeah. know, what? my husband's yeah. dead in hospice. It's time to move on. I agree. That's exactly I agree. right. I agree but, with that. But Edward <laughs> Herman, I think Edward Herman is like an unsung kind of character actor. You know, my oh, wife, absolutely. my wife. My wife loves the Gilmore Girls. I had never seen the Gilmore Girls. She kind of grew up watching the Gilmore Girls. Um, never seen it. And like I started watching the Gilmore Girls because she wanted to watch it. She watches a lot of Columbo with me. So I had to like balance it out like with some old, Gilmore old Girls. Columbo. Oh, what other yeah. Columbo is there? Isn't there a new is there... Isn't there like a reboot Columbo? Oh, let's no, not that was talk Magna about PI. that. I wouldn't I wanna... watch a re... is no. there? There is no reboot. No, there's this fucking poker watch. face. Is there? There's this fucking <laughs> poker face. I'll watch TV poker show. face when I'll watch poker face because it's Rain Brian Wilson. And I uh, want to poke her in the face with a goddamn shovel. I cannot stand oh my that actor. God. Oh, I, I cannot her. stand her. I cannot Wait, who, stand who her. Who can't you stand? That Natasha, fucking what is her name? Leon. Natasha Leon. Natasha Leon? Yeah. Uh, I love it. her. I cannot fucking awesome. stand her. No. Let me pull her oh, up. God. Hang on. Okay. That's okay. It's fine. I think she's you awesome. you also oh. like Jewel Temple, so that's fine. It's okay. Thank that's you. Totally very funny. I know what. It's okay. I. It's okay. You know what, Donnie? I'm 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 almost one hundred percent with you here because I love her, man. I'll take I'll take seventy percent. I, I don't need a hundred, but yeah, I'm the same way. So I was like, I'm like Natasha Leon, like, yeah, give me give me like seventy percent Natasha Leon. I I kind of mentioned that Katie and I were talking, uh, for the new list. Katie, my wife, uh. My wife, not Stacy, not Stacy, not Stacy, not, not, Je not Jennifer. Yeah, no. okay. Um, uh, Stacy, Stacy is his wife. When I remember she's not when his she's, wife. When, right. when I okay. don't want her to be okay. my wife. That's yeah. What it is. yeah. Okay. Okay. No, and then Jennifer is just the side piece. I got you, Katie. Exactly. God, <laughs> as if I fucking want to put the energy in. Brie, the side no, Brie. Piece. Yeah, right. Brie, Brie is the side piece. Oh, Brie. Uh, that's... I was trying to think of the name of the cheese. Which is, that's yeah. not side piece. That was that was the whole fucking pie. Like a yeah, long but time you ago. think about her. You think about her an awful lot. I just, I just miss being miserable. You know, that's the yeah. thing. Is I miss hating myself and being reminded of how much I suck. See, I well, don't. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, you that. I don't do it. I can that. dip into the brie days. 
See, I don't miss that. I wrote a book about it. So no, we're talking about Natasha Leone. So Natasha Leone, like yeah. I mentioned, Katie said something like, oh my God, I love her because like um, Orange is the New Black is like where like kind of her after American Pie. My like, wife, yeah, like, yeah, 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 right. same, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah, like I, I think she's got a lot of talent. My problem with her is that uh, that's an accent that I just want to, I can't, but that is a Don Henley of accents to me. Like, I just want to put a gun in my mouth and ears and well, I can, end everything. Well, I can tell and you. Like, give me 70%. And, but I said this to Katie and she was like, how can you hate her? She's amazing. It's like saying I don't like Beyonce as much as I like Destiny's Child. What are you, a fucking Nazi? She gets credit for Russian Doll. She gets credit for Russian Doll. Well, that, well no, fucking stop. That is she such a good show. For, no, she She's so for good in I that. Can tell you exactly, I can tell you exactly why I don't like it. There is a level of fucking smugness and self-awareness that I cannot fucking stand in her. And there are That's other why I don't like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's, there are other performers. I was just going to say there are other I like performers. Jordan, I love. I love him. There are other. I love there him. Are other well, but you're a smug That's why I fucking like Seth bitch. Rogen. I mean, this Seth Rogen is fair. a fucking jagoff. There are. I don't like Seth Rogen. He's a dick. There are other performers who have that <laughs> level of smugness and self awareness yeah. that just fucking it's like stinks off the fucking screen. So anyway, oh, Seth Rogen. Anyway, Seth anyway, Ryan. anyway. Look at Seth Rogen. Is supposedly in some fucking new version of Colombo that's called Poker Face. It's Fuck great. that show. It's anyway, it's really good. is it? Is it's it really Lady Gaga? I watched, Gaga. It. I watched no, it's... a lot of Colombo. My wife anyway, wanted to Columbo. watch fucking Gilmore Girls. I'm Gilmore gonna watch Girls. Gilmore Girls with my wife. Edward Herman suddenly shows up on Gilmore Girls, and I'm like, he's Holy great. Fucking shit, yeah. Fucking great. Is Lost that the Edward Herman from Herman's Head? No, no. Oh, what are you fucking talking about? God damn it. Anyway. Here's our first trailer of things that we're looking forward to seeing. Charter 373. This is Commander Mills. My ship was hit by an undocumented asteroid. Transporting 35 passengers on a long-range exploratory mission. Send help. We've crash landed on an uncharted celestial body. I don't know where we are. I've located one survivor. A child. The atmosphere is breathable. something alien out there. It is, uh, Donnie, your pick is 65. 
That's correct. Dallas. Starring Adam Driver, um, who I'm, I dig. I, you know, I, I was, I didn't watch Girls, that TV show that he kind of blew up on. What else has right? he done? I mean, it was Kylo Ren for fuck's sake, and in, in the Star Wars what shit. Is Kylo and, Ren. Oh the thing God, is, I didn't, I didn't. Oh, I forgot about him because every yeah. character in those movies, every character in the sequels is forgettable, except for the one that they brought back that they didn't need. Sure. Fuck Star Wars. I the thing is, I, I, I didn't like Adam Driver, but I'm really, I like Adam Driver now, and this looks really good. Yeah. Yes. I think he's I love been in this some, concept. I think he, Redacted was a, a, a good movie. I think it was called Redacted. But it's Redacted. You can't find it. <laughs> um, look, the it's by Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi is pretty good. I, you know, I don't know. It's a, it's a, a fucking guy. His spaceship uh, lands on uh, fucking Dude, Earth sixty-five fucking planet, million years ago. It's Planet with a of girl, the Apes. And he's got yeah, it's, it's fucking Planet, planet of the Apes, the Apes with I, but dinosaurs. with dinosaurs. But with fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, you, you can't. And, and the dinosaurs don't talk. At least the apes talked. The dinosaurs yeah, don't. They just yeah, want to eat yeah. you. So. And he's got a, a a laser machine gun and a little girl he's got to protect. Uh, you know, hey, let's put it uh, this way. my rubric is that my mom, well, my mom and I have uh, pretty much every week we go see a movie because uh, you know I'm here in town we're dating. and because we're dating and uh, and we Sorry, go see a movie I... and <laughs> my mom loves this. She wants to see this movie really Good. bad. Good. So, yeah. yeah, David, David, yeah. David, you make the joke, good. but I'm going to date your mom, so it's you know it's going to happen. I would love for you to date my mom. I think my mom oh, would love for you to date, date my mom. Too. I think, you're, I think your mom would want to date me. Yeah, yeah, it's true. No one needs a fourth ex-wife. Okay. I, I'm not doing it. I, can I don't date know. Give this guy no a couple one. years. It's true. Here is the second trailer. I do not know whose trailer it is. So here it goes. It was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. I played for five minutes. I still see falling blocks in my dreams. It's poetry, art and math, all working in magical synchronicity. It's, it's the perfect game. Tetris? Tetris. 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 I don't get it. It's a combination of tetra, Greek for four, and tennis. Tennis. The Russian inventor, he likes tennis. Hazel. Yeah. This game isn't just addictive. It stays with you. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Hank, only 10 other people in the world have seen what you're about to see. It's called the Game Boy. Package it with Tetris. Can you get us the rights? The Soviet Union had worldwide rights. Nothing gets out easily. I'm gonna go to Moscow. You're walking into a country that still considers America enemy numero uno. Okie dokie. You sure you don't have to talk to your wife about this first? Pioneers have to bet the house to win. But not literally. Listen. Have you ever heard our apartment this quiet before? This is the inventor of Tetris. Your game is brilliant. I'm gonna make you a millionaire. Mr. Rogers, have you ever negotiated with the Soviets? Uh, this is Tetris. a movie. It's not a series, just so you we're know, clear. It's a, it's a movie, yeah. Um, this is the story of, based on a true story, of how the game Tetris came to be the game Tetris. Made its way from Russia, where it was invented, to America, and then into the Game Boy, which was a brand new technological 
Marvel. Um, you know, I I love the game. I, I never had a Game Boy. Not a big video game guy. I know. Yeah, Donnie, you're looking at me like I'm insane. No, I just never because we weren't we weren't big game kids. Like we had a Nintendo, we had a Sega, but that shit was for the basement. And then you go somewhere else, you fucking play basketball like a alpha male. I don't know, like hmm. like an outdoor kid. It's just I don't know. It's the way it was. Um, but like I had friends that had Game Boys and of course then Nintendo, you know, Tetris came out for Nintendo. So I played it there, but I fucking love Tetris, love, love, love Tetris. And the story is incredible because like, it was like during the cold, like the height of the cold war, right before it, I guess it wasn't the height of the cold war, but like right before the cold war completely thawed out, we were getting our hands on Tetris and like, arguably did this help? all the cold war you be the judge watch the film we'll, we'll find out yeah, yeah. but Donnie, um, the thing is what you don't understand is that now that's in the list so donnie and i at the end of the year what we do is we we go through all the movies in our in our trailer geese that we've watched and what we haven't watched and that means Donnie, who has a sour face, he just got a sour face about this movie. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it has Tetris. nothing. It, it, had, watch well, it. It, it, it has nothing to do with the movie or the story. Uh, it's produced by Matthew Vaughn. Well, I, Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch, right? Yeah, like, Kingsman. He's a, Kingsman, a guy yeah. Richie. He's a guy Richie guy. Like, I, you yeah, know, has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with the fact that uh, if this is proprietarily on Apple Plus, I will one hundred percent not see this movie by the end of the year. Oh, I will. It's just that. I mean, unless somebody, if one of you wants to give me your Apple Plus login to watch it, I'll, I'll watch. Give, it. I'll give you my login. But I'm not. All right, I'm glad good. to give yeah, you my login. I'm not, yeah, yeah, because I'm not. I won't fucking pay for it. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to watch it if it shows up on uh, Redbox or anywhere else. Or and I, again, and I gotta say, sure, login, I'll watch it. But yeah, I have nothing against the movie. Extra it's Apple points Plus that I can't stand. But. Extra points for this film using Europe's The Final Countdown. Yeah, sure. And it's trailer. Here's my trailer for this week. Oh, jeez. You ready? Yeah. All right. Tell us everything about the greatest shot you ever took. Hmm. I'm Roger Sharp. I've always wanted to be a writer. Wife, girlfriend. Boyfriend. Divorced, actually. You should be happy. You finally wrote something important. So you're single. Welcome to GQ. The people are going for drinks. Actually, I have a date. This probably sounds weird, but I play pinball all the time. Helps me focus. Are you any good? It may be the thing that I am best at. Why are they taking the machines? We got busted. It never even occurred to me that the game was illegal. But for over three decades, pinball was banned in New York City. I want to show the city council members that they've had it wrong for all these years. Well, you're a reporter. I just have a question about the pinball ban, sir. Somebody keep these damn kids away from me. We're going to set up a hearing. We'd like you to come in to testify. You're going to play pinball at City Hall? I want to redeem the game. <laughs> that is a game of chance. That is a game of skill. Well. So my question, where the fuck did you even find this? Because like, I know that I find some deep cuts sometimes, but I'm like, I've never even heard. Where the fuck did you find this? I how, found how online. Stum- and I went and I how? was looking where? through. What the, site? I, we, 
Where? It was it was a coming soon, and I was like, wait a, a minute. Let me on see. What side? First of all, what's the actor's name? I don't remember. Um, what was the actor? What's the actor's name who plays the lead? He was in uh, West Side Story. I love Mike, that. Guy. Mike Faced is his name. Yeah, did not even and recognize. Did, he played Riff in West Side and I Story. Loved, what? Yeah, and loved I him. Loved in that. him. I think he. Well, the thing is, I loved him in West Side no Story, clue. but I've loved him in other films that he's done. And I went, what's done what is films? this? So everybody, uh, by all means, uh, recommend us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And uh, that's the show. Ah, shit. Thank guys. you, David. Hey, thank you guys for having me. I, I love um, I love doing this podcast more than I love doing our podcast, Literate Apecast, frankly. Well, um, well then we're going to quit. So do I. We're done. <laughs> then we're done. Then we're done. We're done. No more eight cast. We're just going to consolidate it into a giant, like five or six person conversation about films. Oh, there good. Go. Let's make a morning zoo out of this bullshit. Yeah. There you go. go. There you go. How, how many Love more? It. How many more fucking you know middle aged white idiots can you get in here to talk about making movies? <laughs>